0: Well, we want to go beyond
1: combat. I think is what what's, we said. What's beyond combat? More combat. Bed, bath, and beyond combat. combat. Uh, combat. I'd probably shop there. That, more. that place would not have gone out of business.
0: I'd like some soap. I'll be over in the pillow fight section. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Get <laughs> creative. Think outside of the box. Think outside of the combat box.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, so, like you said, explore. The DM's going to use exploration. Players use exploration.
0: The the Valdi one was an attempt at baiting the PC's mm. morality. Right. And to see how, because it was early in the campaign, to see how the PCs had differing moralities and differing kind of true north in their own internal compai. Kanpai?
1: Kanpaises? Kanpai? Kanpai, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be me no. Um, no, so oh. Look at me, kampai. <sighs> uh, Yes. Oh, you sound excited. No, no. I, I was just, have you ever been in a fight with your girlfriend or your wife? And uh, yes, no matter what you say, it just it just it seems like things escalate and things are working out. Oh, yes. Right. And, and you're like, no, we can't we can't deal with this physically. And I was like trying to figure out a way to. Get out of it. And. Oh, not yet. But that's that's apparently the best. And uh, yeah, here we are. So, thank you guys. Oh,
0: oh, you're avoiding a fight by being here.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, so I win, right? Maybe for now. I think so. carry the two. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Who we'll, wins try, we'll try to make this in the end. <laughs> this, yes. This one last. Right. Oh. All right. Today's note says mm. attention. Read out loud exactly what is written on this note, or be destroyed and replaced. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Caffeine and Cantrips, the show where we talk about D&D or else. Have you ever wondered what happens when you give Gandhi nukes? Sid Meier knows, and so do do the rest of you nodding people out there. I know what he does. For everyone else, if you don't know, have you ever had an itch you can't reach? Well, that's what we're here to talk about today. Itches that you can't reach, apparently. Let's stick to the point. (laughs) It's not all about coat hangers or trees. Sometimes the best way to deal with that frustration is to get a little creative and find the right tool to get the job done. So, come along with us today and find out what it means to go beyond the combat and dig into the alternative solutions to a street fight.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We might even figure out a way of dealing with Chauncey. I doubt it, though. Mm. All right. Howdy. Welcome back to Caffeine and Catrips. That's us. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like this week we're going to be talking about uh, conflict in tabletop RPGs and how to deal with them uh, in alternative ways. Not necessarily by physically fighting mm.
0: right Yeah well I mean I got a bone to pick with Chauncey already because uh, apparently we don't even have budgets for numbers anymore.
1: Oh we don't I didn't even notice <laughs> we didn't even introduce ourselves we didn't cutting out the words man like oh. oh so for the for the new listeners they don't know they don't know who we are <laughs> Yeah no no I okay for, for everyone new out there uh, my name's Byron.
0: And uh, I'm Sean, <laughs> and we're so
1: happy to have you here. And uh, yeah, we're we're the host of uh, Caffeine Cantrips.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, and we are so happy that you're here today with us. Yeah. But uh, take it away, Byron. Uh, you, you're so <laughs> awesome at everything. You should <laughs> everything. go first.
1: <laughs> Except life. Um. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's true. Wh- <laughs> so we're going to talk about alternative ways of dealing with conflict. Mm. That's not combat. So, we're beyond combat. From beyond theory, right? combat. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean why should we even care? Well, because ultimately, um
0: this is a bit of a joke, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the D&D community. Oh, like murder oh, hobo's and well. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah you skip skipping to my punchline. Yeah, no murder hobo's being Byron does that. Um cool. in real metaphorical the sub-iron roles
1: it's you apparently <laughs>
0: um no but there, there is the joke of like oh we're not murder hobos or yeah that one campaign where we were murder hobos right you yeah,
1: describe is, players as committing war crimes all the time like <laughs> as if it's a given <laughs> classic wizard
0: um it's it's just it, it is that you know it's that way of going about the the story or building the narrative or doing whatever it is but it's not actually because all you're doing is rolling dice and killing things Right. It's, it's hearkening back to Chainmail and the kind of precursors yes. of D&D yes. where there was no role play element. That, that pillar was not there. Mm-hmm. Neither was exploration. It was just combat. Yeah. Right? And so it was very shallow mm-hmm. in this way. It was just dice. It was just damage. It was just death. Right. The 3Ds. Um, so, yeah. No. I think Triple D. Why it, why it matters is... Well, that's what the game is. The game is taking these core elements and adding that yeah. orthogonal development yeah. and and really kind of getting in there and creating that depth.
1: Yeah, and, and before you guys uh, swipe left on us or click on the video, let me try to convince you on the importance of uh, sort of going beyond combat when it comes to conflict resolution mm-hmm. in our TGRPGs, all right? Yeah. Bear with me here. Um, okay, let me start by saying, I think... Um, a lot of us, when it comes to combat and, and conflict resolutions in, 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 in our TTRPGs, are the most, not all of us, most of us are, I think, brainwashed by video games.
2: Mm,
0: pre-programmed, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Right?
1: Like, the first thing we come comes to mind, we're like, oh, there is some um, thugs that are holding my friend hostage. First thing we think of is, oh, let's go fight them. Mm-hmm. And beat the crap out of the kiln or whatever, right? Uh, we don't think about, like, oh... You know, maybe they have a good reason for it. Maybe we should, right? Find out more. Maybe they're not bad guys after all. Maybe they're, they're being blackmailed, whatever, right? Our first instinct is like, nope, let's fight and f- and kill them, <laughs> right? And loot them and whatever, and gain right. power and experience, right? right? Um, so I think when we approach conflict in TTRPGs, um, that's what comes out of us first, mm-hmm. right? And I think that is. Um, unfortunate um, because by focusing on combat solely, I think um, it limits your potential for storytelling Mm -hmm. and character development, Mm -hmm. which is one of the core strengths of TTRPGs, I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That makes it more, it's much more awesome than just Mm -hmm. Monopoly. I think it's a denial of consequences as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, like, oh, it's not me who's actually gonna get my butt kicked from g- jumping into that warehouse to go save somebody. It's a, a digital representation of me, which can die a thousand
1: times. I can right. save and reload, save and reload, save and reload. Right, right. And so, well, no, it's just faceless thug 2A mm-hmm. and faceless like 2B. They look exactly the same, except one's blue and one's green. Right, so whatever. We can kill, I've killed a thousand of them. What's another thousand? Right, they dropped 25, all cents. those blue and green families. <laughs> Each.
2: Our children It's, will it's, never it's come the up. blue
1: gang and the and the, the green gang, usually, yeah. right? Also, to all those old school River City Ransom fans out there, Oh. yeah, old school javelin kick. Oh yeah, grand yeah. slam. <laughs> um, so when I talk about um, like potential for like non-combat uh, alternatives to solving conflict, I'm talking about things like talking, using dialogue, right? Uh, negotiation investigation into into the whole situation why why mm-hmm. it's happening mm-hmm. we don't unfortunately it's not a first instinct to do that right and it does cut out so much of the the meat and the in the in the in the in the, uh, the magic for lack of a better term of ttrbgs right uh, for one thing you miss out on narrative depth because if if you if you don't engage in combat uh you get to then uh, do these things, right? Like talk, negotiate, investigate. And then you, you can explore like more nuanced things that are in the game that you wouldn't otherwise be able to in combat. Like um, the nuances of your character's personality, the nuances of the world around them, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not thugs, they're people with motivations and, right? Uh, and and your character might have specific thoughts about thugs or killing or Right. And or forcing people to do things against their will and stuff like that, which you you couldn't explore those things, those nuances in your character, uh, by just rolling dice mm-hmm. and attacking. Mm-hmm. you using got action economy, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can right un, non-combat solutions also let you uncover plot points. Right? It's can. a chance to do so at least. Yep. Um, it's a chance for you to have meaningful choices for your character. Whereas there aren't that many meaningful choices in combat, right? It's just, it's just efficiency in, in, in killing the other party. Right. 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 Um, and that's the limits of your meaningful choices mm-hmm. as opposed to um, like actual in-character meaningful choices. hmm Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and also the non-combat solutions also allow you to showcase your character's personality, their convictions, their morality. hmm Right, depending on how you how you how you go about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, one guy says, "No, we don't need to fight them. Let's just um, let's just go beat up their mother, right? And then and then and then force them to to give up my friend by like, hurting their mother." Oh, okay. Right, That's and nice. then other one, someone else could be like, "Well, let's let's maybe not do that because morally, my character is not about hurting someone innocent." I've right. seen your chat you around here before. You're a mother beater if I haven't <laughs> <ever> seen one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so you dirty rat. But you couldn't do that if you just if you just fought yeah. directly. I'm not saying that combat is a bad choice. No. But it by doing that by using, I guess, focusing on combat solely, you give up all its other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um also if you just focus solely on combat, you also miss out on more inclusive role play or uh, gameplay, I should say. Interesting. Right, because some players prefer other pillars mm-hmm. in, in TGRPGs like the exploration. They might, they might enjoy the RP more than combat, right? They mm-hmm. may enjoy problem solving mm-hmm. over combat. Mm-hmm. And those players don't get to experience as much of that. That's right. right? Uh, and some characters themselves are also built for things other than combat, right? Like uh, say in D&D, your rogues have lots of skills, mm-hmm. right? by engaging in combat, you don't necessarily, aren't able to use all those proficiencies that you might have. Mm-hmm. Right? And if it's always combat, like when can I use my sneak skill? What, when can I use my sleight of hand? All that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that allows sort of other non-combat focused skills and characters to shine. Yes. To have their spotlight. Um, I don't know, the, the, you, you miss out on so much if it's just combat. You miss out on like world building Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Right, because by uh, hmm. doing not going on combat, you allow players to sort of build relationships with NPCs, oh, with organizations. okay. Oh, okay. Right? okay, cool. And you can build the world that way. Not like not world building, but you are in some ways because you're building relationships. Right. In the world. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. like oh, I'm so great.
0: world experience. Yeah.
1: Like. Little, like not not necessarily like building NPCs or like locations, but
0: right, yeah, but adding yes. things to the world, adding adding more meaning, yes. which then
1: allows you to create more impactful choices. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, in, in that sense, sure. Yes, yeah. Uh, non combat solutions also let you explore sort of ethical dilemmas, asking those important questions that are important to you as people mm-hmm. to sort of figure out what you think about certain ethical comp- situations. Right. Right, um, And I think it really, by not limiting yourself to those just combat, you unlock the full potential of your TTRPG as opposed to just a third of it. Right, Because there's so much more to uh, TTRPGs, so much more to D&D than just fighting. Although it seems like it's a big main focus that people have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be a mistake to, to be locked into that when it comes right. to combat. So right. I hope this has sort of convinced you guys at least a little bit about how oh. important it is to sort of think about alternative ways of uh, solving conflict, right? Beyond interesting, combat. Interesting.
0: Yeah, no, that's, I mean, what else is there to talk about? You kind of covered a lot of things yes. there, yeah. right? In, in your general
1: overview. I mean, as, as a high level, I mean, I think I'm going to go deeper into these and exactly like sort of how to do it maybe. Other it than litter, what we do yeah. here
0: at Caffeine and Cantrips this is your first time here. Um, we yeah. do try and kind of give you the, the story, but mm-hmm. we want to give you the facts behind it and how you can elevate your game um, to make your game better. Right. And all the different layers yeah. and levels, because ultimately you're right. Like combat is the first floor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as we go up in the skyscraper of awesomeness, right, we get to better things and better levels, but you have to have a great, Foundation and understanding of the first
1: levels before you can move up. Yeah, well, I mean, even in real life, combat usually is the last resort for some people. For for like most civilized people. <laughs> <laughs> y- yes, yes. Uh, you have the well,
0: combat it comes down to you have the most to risk and the least to gain, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if it's your first time here, the most to win for us is jumping on down right below this box where you're viewing us. Mm-hmm. Hitting
2: the like.
1: Hitting the subscribe. That's right. Hitting the bell. Ding, ding. And, uh... Yeah, no no moral dilemmas there or ethical problems. I think the there is... is very, the is, answer is very simple. It is.
0: It is. It is one hit point. Yeah.
1: That defeated. Right. Liked. There you go. Yeah. But... I feel more popular already. Do you? Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Mm. A little bit. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Tickles. Ooh. In a good way. Um, in all the right places.
0: Yeah. Just like that.
1: Yeah. Nod your head, nuclear Gandhi.
0: So it it's very interesting, kind of going from that high-level overview. Mm-hmm. I think in general, that's a great way of introducing it from the DM's perspective. Which I think we're gonna stick to okay. in this okay. in this particular chit-chat that we're having because there's a very different aspect to conflict resolution when you're a PC and when you're a DM. Okay. Um, And I think the amount of tools that you have at your disposal is greater as a PC. The amount of planning, forethought, and execution that you can complete is far greater as a DM.
1: That's interesting because as as DMs, you don't really... Necessarily resolve complex, right? Uh, like kind, no, kind you of absolutely you, do. Oh, do you?
0: You do because you you narrate the success and or failure of the actions. Mm. Ultimately, the resolution comes right down to.
1: I guess so. You're the one who like presents the resolution.
0: Correct, yeah, yeah. correct. But it's you're not. You you are judging the cake. You are not mixing the batter. Type right. thing, right? Okay. And so that's why I think it's a fair statement. Get in the comments. Tell me if I'm wrong. But that it's, it's kind of up to the PCs to prevent you with the pieces of their solution and for you to see how it fits within what you've established. Okay. Right? Whether it's something that works with what you're talking about, something that doesn't work with mm-hmm. what, you're, what you're talking about, something that's totally creative and you didn't even think of, um, or you had no solution, right? And they came <laughs> up with one and you're like, I can't believe you guys figured I it out I so gave you fast. a problem oh no God, solution, Oh, my God. You guys are so smart. Ah. Um, That's not very nice. These things happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these things happen. So when we're, when we're talking about this, from the DM's perspective, okay. um, I think we need to uh, get ourselves organized and get ready to apply a lot of things. Okay. We need to have, we've talked about this before, you need to have your understanding of scope down pat, you mm-hmm. need to have kind of what you're building, have a good idea of what's going on there. And ultimately what we're doing or what we should be doing is trying to understand that we're building the scaffolding above those layers where our players are to allow them to move up into the higher level stuff very easily and very smoothly. If I come into the combat and I have decided that these creatures who I have checked and have at least an average intelligence of 10 or higher, right? right well, that means that they can talk. You're right. This right. is an option. I should have in my mind somewhere the idea that no, the players can talk to these guys.
1: Right? Yeah, I get it. It's right? difficult for the players to pursue non-combat solutions if the DM's like, nope. like goblins come. Okay, roll initiative. Yep. Right away, and the players are like, "Oh, I guess we're fighting." We, we don't get
0: it. We don't even get a chance to talk. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh. So there is no more floors to this building. Yeah. This is a two-story building and that's mm-hmm. it. Right? And so without without the preconception, without the forethought of saying, okay, I understand that I want to give them an encounter. Right. I am not, however, saying this is a combat, combat encounter. encounter. Right. This is an encounter. Like, not pre-disqualifying the other types of mm-hmm. things. Because... Well, when you have multiple bards or charisma classes in your party <laughs> and you send people after them, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work, right? Like, and it's, it's not fair to the PCs to go and roll. Hey, I got a nat 20. Hey, guys, why don't we sit down and talk about this before we get to punching each other in the face and getting a bloody nose,
1: right? Nope, Zug want pain, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, okay, no talk. Cool. Only
0: punch. Only punch you in the face. Um, Okay, well, that's not very satisfying. We tried to do something, and Mm -hmm. then that was just completely shut down. The DM lumped us. Mm, Yeah. Right? Shout out to BBG at your table. Yeah. And um, now what do we do? Because we tried to do something, and there was nothing given back, Mm -hmm. so I guess we're fighting. I guess you have made us murder hobos because the scope of your game doesn't allow us to get in there.
1: Right. Well, if you think of your players as murder hobos, they will... They will become the hobos of murder. Yes, and and so homeless, homicidal homeless,
0: oh, oh, hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> Great movie. So <laughs> when we're when we're DMs and They're we're the thinking shotgun about with this, the hobo. right, we're presenting these encounters, and we need to be ready for kind of lateral thinking, mm-hmm. right? I generally try and come up with one or two kind of solutions that I can think of. Right. But ultimately, it's five, four, five, six minds against mm-hmm. mind when I'm doing this. So when they come up, they know their character sheets better than I do. Even if I have a copy of them. Right. I don't know all of what they're planning or all of what mm-hmm. they're going to put together because that's what they're special. Their world is their character. Yep. So instead of coming down to their level and trying to beat them at their own game, because that's no fun. That's, that's very... Um, very, I don't know, I suppose, conflict engaging well, I, between the,
1: the DM and the players. Well, it's not fun because the DM always wins. Yeah, they
0: can. They always can yeah. win. And yeah. so therefore, there's no challenge or no whatever.
1: Right? Yeah. Um.
0: I suggest that, like I said, we get organized. Mm. And so for me, when I'm doing this, I like to break down my thoughts into the three pillars of a TTRPG. Or at least okay. in this case, fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons. So I like to bring out... RP solutions, exploration solutions, and yes, additional conflict-based solutions.
1: Not combat-based solutions. Conflict-based. Uh, well, I'm going to call
0: it conflict because okay, we're going to get there. Stay tuned. Uh, okay.
1: Um, no, take me, take me, by take, take me there. Take you there. Yeah. I mean, Sean. So, oh, right. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm not your resident Fortress and firmhold Master. No, but no. I'm the resident Fortress and firmhold <laughs> ah, Master. my
1: title. So, okay. So. F and F me.
0: <laughs> it's funny. So, um, we have asked before, what do we always have time for? Mm-hmm. And that is RP. So, I'm going to start with RP. Right. As the first pillar that we're going to chat okay. about. One of, I think, one of the more interesting things, beyond a conversation, you said, you, you did say this before, right? We can repeat, we can just have a conversation. Maybe we can defuse, yep. maybe we can de-escalate, mm-hmm. maybe we can whatever. Okay, great. Well, what happens if there's a fight going and the PCs know that they're going to lose real hard? And we're not talking mm-hmm. like level one lose. We're talking like level 10, level 12, right. and they're getting their butts handed to them. Or conversely, they are the ones who are handing out beatings and all of your yeah. your monsters are getting, you know. They're themselves
1: spanked um, in a nice way.
2: <laughs> then <laughs> um,
0: I think it's time to start thinking, not with portals, but with more layers. There's already rules established mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily widely used in my experience, but they could be, they should be. Um, and I'm talking about. Like the Tasha Patron
1: rules. Oh yeah, I and read now, them once maybe. And, and now,
0: just... yeah. Well, you're not a DM, right? So it's not necessarily world building for you. We're talking about. But oh, right, fortress. You're fortress master, yeah, not a fortress DM. Master, you're an yeah. FM. <laughs> uh, radio. Ooh. So when we're doing this, um, what would it look like if the PCs became patronized? <laughs> Don't patronize me. Do patronize me, says the PCs. What happens if they start to create vassals? Or Mm -hmm. you've got NPCs that they're like, we're not going to kill you. But now you owe us your life. Mm -hmm. You work for us now. And then the honor-bound, you know, noble orc warrior goes, fine, right? I, Mm -hmm. I owe you my life. I will pay this life debt off somehow. Until I save your life, I serve you. Right. Right? And you're just like, oh, yes. Awesome. That's a cool moment.
2: Mm-hmm. And now they have this
0: great connection to this NPC that could now become a major NPC. Yep. Right? Like Shadow of Mordor where you let one of the orcs kill you and then <laughs> he gets a name and he becomes a warlord and stuff yep. and you're like, ah, oh, I made you. These kinds of <laughs> things are pretty awesome because then you create a special connection.
1: Every time you kill me, it's like me killing myself. And yeah, it's me making myself
0: better. Um, This is that world building that you were yep. alluding yep. to, right? Mm-hmm. So not only can we get our butts handed to us as players as pcs sorry um That's and then right. we can get we can get in the opposite position they say you know you will serve us mm-hmm. faithfully because you owe us a life debt right yep. and they go no we're not okay then we're going to kill you well right. maybe maybe we will mm-hmm. what do we have to do to not die in this case right right and that creates this really interesting thing mm-hmm. So whether you use the sidekick rules, also in the same book, Mm -hmm. or you use the patron rules. um, And depending on what kind of combat you're looking at or encounter, remember, it's an encounter. Yep. Depending on what's going on, some of those kind of entities that you might be coming up against in conflict are like academies or like like bard colleges yep. or like wizard yep. schools um an ancient being of great power so that could be some of your high cr monsters mm. or it could be an old god it could be something nameless and formless that just kind of exists in your world right um we've got aristocrats high-powered mm-hmm. non-combat characters yes right who have a lot of power but not a lot of strength necessarily or yep. Maybe inversely, whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, uh, criminal syndicates are always another one. Bandits, mm. right? This is a simple version to the, the, the bandito, um, all the way to like the underground black market that we always like to seek right. out yep. in, in capital cities. Um, guilds, military organizations, um, religious orders, mm-hmm. um, and even sovereigns or like rulers yep. of areas. Okay, these are all great examples of organizations that your PCs can run up against and then become spared receive mercy from them right right and when doing that you are now into the RP zone right as the DM you go okay look initiative is now dropped unless you guys want to continue does anybody want to continue do note that they appear ready to end you
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and, and yeah. if any of you surrender when you're already getting beaten. Those who will, you know, stand up and fight back needlessly, uselessly will probably die outright. You're not even going at this fight with the rest of your full power. Right. Right. And so, so taking that moment to speak to the PCs. Right. And be like, hey hey guys, guys." check this out. This is what's happening. I want to make sure you understand the consequences of continuing down this path. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, getting there and leveling with them in that moment is a really strong and powerful move to Mm kind of show just where they're at and that they do now need to think creatively. Right. They do now need to become very mentally agile, very yes. And yeah. And, and dig in and find the way out of the fog. Right. Right. Or whatever it is, whatever the situation they've got themselves locked into. And and using those organizations to fit your campaign or to fit, you can go and create more world building. You can yeah, go yeah. and create more story hooks. You can go and go, no, no, blue gang and green gang are actually being persecuted by orange gang. Right. And that's why they're over here taking important individuals away from powerful people because they need that extra muscle to push back against orange. And this is the only way they know how.
1: Right? And Orange Gang is really
0: bad. And they're real bad. Yeah. So if we don't gang up and stop them together, everybody loses. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's, there's ways of doing this. And, and this is the forethought. This is the mm-hmm. prep. This is the understanding of what's going on in the world around what the PCs are doing that will allow you to become creative yourself. And I'll, I'll give them access to the elevator with all the floors and have something for them in each of these floors, wherever they might go to okay. in, in our building metaphor. Um, and I think one of the good things we talked about this before is to teach them that death isn't always the answer early on in the campaign.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, mm-hmm. in my own campaign right now, there are countries that my PCs can visit where death is punishable period. doesn't matter if you're defending yourself. Mm. It doesn't matter if Bennett's attacked you on the road. It doesn't matter if, oh, we saw him slip and fall down the stairs, but that's a knife wound. Yes, he fell on a knife on on the way down 37 times, Um, right? Like these sorts of things. No, this is not acceptable. You Mm -hmm. were there. This is that you have a consequence here. Okay. So now we know that death is no longer on the table unless we want to face punishment. If you have a lawful quote unquote good party, (laughs) they're not going to do evil things in this country. They need to figure out ways of not being a murder hobo, just a Mm -hmm. hobo crippler. Or something, right? (laughs) Crippler hobo. Don't go all the way. Never go full murder hobo. (laughs) But these sorts of ideas can allow the precognition in the players of, okay, we have to come up with creative solutions because what we normally do doesn't work here. And we've had the warning directly from the DM or the FF Mm -hmm. that we've got to change up our status quo. Right. And I think these are really powerful ways of getting out there and getting ahead of them and just saying, hey, do something cool here.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Here's your permission and warning that this is the cool zone. Come up with some creative stuff. Right. Right. And that's where we get into the rule of cool thing. Right. When people go out and they do appreciate what you've done and they do understand what's happening, I reward them for doing that. Right. Reward them for being like, you know what? I'm going to eat crow here. I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to beg. My proud character is going to say, please. Don't kill us.
1: Yeah. Don't kill
0: us. Shut up, wizard. We can't take him. You're out of fireballs, right? Like, <laughs> just, we give up, right? And and go, you know what? That was a really powerful moment for your character to have to just do that. Right. Right? And and make sure that they're not just like, oh, yeah, but I'm going to stab them as soon as they turn their back. Right? Like. Typical. I told you, this is not going to work. Right. Right? You need to kind of follow through with this. Or maybe once you're free and clear, quote unquote, free and clear, you still owe them a life debt. but. Maybe you don't want to do that. And so there's consequences for not fulfilling that part, not playing the part of the characters Mm -hmm. and kind of going with it. So, you know, a lot of times it could be just straight up
2: RP or die. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's okay. That's definitely okay. So
1: yeah,
0: that's, that's my kind of deep dive into RP version of, of conflict resolution.
1: No, it, it's, I like how you talked about it, though. I mean, because it, it's so important for the DM to allow for that non-combat solution, the space for that non-combat solution.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You guys see that? Is that too low? D- I don't know. I don't yeah. know. The, the space. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. For, for non-combat. We're hugging solutions. the mic, which also is your ears. <laughs> right? Because, and, and the DM needs, because if you, if you constantly punish, your players for trying to do non-combat things,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, they'll stop doing it mm-hmm. and they will become uh, murderous. We,
0: yeah. Second floor, menswear, third floor, menswear, fourth floor, menswear. Like it's, it's yeah, the same thing. I guess I'll wear menswear. You, you keep, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing.
1: Right. So in, in mm. some ways, if your party is a, it's a bunch of um, homeless homicides, mm-hmm. homiciders, uh, it's, it, it's kind of, uh it's, a, it's maybe it's a dead hot take saying it's the dm's fault
0: it can be one of the causes right and while correlation and blah 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 blah, yeah. blah if if there's a limitation on either side of the table
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's one of the problems yeah yeah
1: absolutely oh well, now that's cool okay let me let me come at it from the other side then um mouth let's, let's yeah mouth noises. let's come at it from the pc side
0: Um, I like that.
1: Yeah, because no, I like I like a lot of things that you talked about, um, and it's interesting because if you're used to always fighting, how do you go about like what does non combat solutions look like when it comes to like uh, like solving conflicts with people and creatures and stuff like that? Um, For me, uh, recently I've I've Discovered the joy of playing a uh, eloquence bard in D anD D. Oh, right. Yeah. There's two of us for you guys out there. There's two eloquence bards in the party. Uh-huh. Um, I remember. And I discovered the the the, the greatness that is uh, building relationships and alliances mm-hmm. with NPCs. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, if if you're wondering how to how to solve conflicts like that uh, do that as a as a lifestyle choice mm-hmm. right and you will find that your <laughs> options are greatly expanded yeah <laughs> I like it right it's, it's not it's not just like all, all of a sudden I'm faced with bandits I'm gonna try to make friends with them mm-hmm. right? just make friends with all the people and people that you don't necessarily th- think that you might want to be friends with as a character mm-hmm. um, because relationships are resources they're almost as good as a magic spell, mm-hmm. or better, to be honest, or better, depending on the relationship and the alliance, uh, right? Greater than the strongest sword, uh, the 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 stoutest shield, right? Um, because, like you talked about, the 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 consummate politician NPC, mm-hmm. right? Or the aristocrat, the, the yeah. aristocrat, the kings, <laughs> aristocrats. Yes. Everybody wants to be a cat. right movie Uh, earning trust and gaining allies um (laughs) because that's the power like a king god damn it how how many levels does a typical king have none no pc levels for sure right right but are they more powerful than 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 the than the pcs absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. right Um, but they rarely engage in direct combat Well, and and shout out to our expert archetype,
0: because a a sovereign or a king, queen, a a ruler should be an absolute
1: expert. Yes. Right? In utilizing this world and the power that they have. Because what are they? A king is really just relationships. That's all. That's the entirety of their power. Or organization. I guess relationships is a good way. Right? It's through relationships they get money. And money. (laughs) Right. Money is power. This relationship
0: and, and, is tax. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, it it is though, but it's enforceable by Correct. my relationship with the guys who own the army. Correct. <laughs> Which is oh me again, right? <laughs> right. And the and the and, right and the guards and, yes. and so forth. Right. Yes. Um, it's my relationship with the nobles because if they didn't like me, they didn't accept me. They would just oust me. Mm-hmm. Right? Typical, typical nobles. Typical nobles. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, yeah. So mm. if you sort of engage in that in that in that sovereign lifestyle, oh. right, of, of making friends everywhere. Right. Right. Um, and as, as my bard did, um, made friends everywhere. And it was great, right? Mm-hmm. Use diplomacy, negotiation, all uh-huh. mm-hmm. right, And that's your perception checks, your deception checks, your intimidation checks, Your insight. Your insight, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and your animal handling, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Put um, your hands off me, you damn dirty ape! And I, and you will be surprised at the strings you can pull to solve problems. Yes, without having to lift a finger yourself. Yes, just wagging your tongue, Mm-hmm. so to speak, silver tongue. Um, I no, I recall in. The most recent campaign that we played together, um, you were the DM, uh, with me as the bard. Uh, right at the beginning, there was a one of them, uh, a, a merchant called Valdi, and he, well, he, he was a bad guy, whatever. We not not necessarily not really, he, he was kind of antagonistic, right? Anyways, correct. He was in opposition to the party. He had his own needs yeah. and wants and personality. Anyways. Yes. We, we got through that first encounter. Got to protect my vault. Escaped him. Um, but my bar decided to be, let's go make friends with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, just out of the, the entire rest of our party, who hated him, my character was like, no, let's just be friends. Why not? Let's mm-hmm. chat. Let's be civilized. Why not, right? Let's start to develop that relationship. I uh, remember then next couple nights later, we went to, the, to some tavern. And you, I believe you set up these thugs there who you wanted to pick a fight with us. Me and the other bard. <laughs> Although eloquent's bard. But we're like, no, let's be friends. hmm Right? So we had shared drinks, became friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, insulted some other people. Great. Right? Right. <laughs> other PCs. Yeah. Right? No, it, it was true. Right? Found out that yes. they were mercenaries. They would do anything for money. Mm, kind of. Kind of. Kind right? of. Um, and then went back to Valdi. Uh, wanted something from Valdi. He Mm -hmm. said, okay, then you need to uh, find this burglar that's been ransacking the town for Mm me. Uh, But instead of, I think the first sort of uh, way we're trained to do it is I'm going to go find that burglar. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find him and then beat him down and then bring him to jail and Mm -hmm. have a fight. But because we had made friends with Valdi and then made friends with uh, the mercenary group, Zizkander was this guy's name, uh, we decided to be like, well, when I, when I uh, if, if if the reward is like, like 200 gold or something like that to, to bring this robber in, I'm going to hire Ziskander and his group of mercenaries for 100 gold mm-hmm. to do it for me because mm-hmm. we've established that we're friends and they'll do things for money because they're mercenaries. I'll pocket a cool 100 gold and not have to do a thing, right? Correct. All because we'd had built up relationships. Yes. Right. And that's the power of relationship. And that's that's a conflict that, never even happened for my character <laughs> so At that time, yes right yeah and, and it was great and i think you enjoyed it too mm, type two really was type it type two. two yeah um it wasn't
0: it <laughs> wasn't like that not not a long diatribe uh but no it was not i had goals for those encounters which weren't necessarily combat right i did design them as encounters the zizkander one he did want to kind of punch some faces um, but the, the Valdi one was an attempt at baiting the PC's morality. Mm, right. To see how, because it was early in the campaign, to see how the PCs had differing moralities and differing kind of true north in their own internal Kampai. Kampai? Kampai?
1: Kampai, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be me, north. Um, no. So uh, Look at me, Kampai.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So sorry about that. Um, Compass. Compass. Multiple compasses. Um, It was was a chance. (laughs) That was the goal. It was a chance for the party to look around at the other characters at the table and get a better insight in how they do business. Mm -hmm. What their day-to-day life is. Mm -hmm. And then my two fun, awesome bards were just like, no, that's cool and then kind of a chase not chase there was there was no like dramatic uh incline to the encounter it was it was diffused by a few words and really just kind of this (laughs) playful back and forth that never escalated when that's what it was intended to do Mm -hmm. but once again you have to open up the possibilities for the the players to come up with creative responses to what you're doing and so i understood that that encounter was going to be an encounter Where really, I didn't want the NPCs to attack first. Right. I wanted them to have a real reason to do that. We
1: just ran away at that. Even if
0: if they instigated kind of a false reason in in subterfuge and then provided something later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was super... (laughs) no it was good because then the party still got to see they didn't get to see the morality of each other but they got to see how the other party members operate yeah and so there was still a viewpoint it was a success mission accomplished and and we moved forward but it was an interesting way of them you finding you you finding alternatives to solutions outside (laughs) the range of what i had perceived right Yes. It took a long time before you guys actually got
1: in a fight. Sorry. Not sorry, though. It no. was super fun.
0: Yeah. 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 No, it is. It is. And it was very interesting to have you go through and dive into the lore mm-hmm. until you figured out all the pieces until you could find that Tetris. Right. Right. And then you almost got there. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Oh. But no, it was, it was super interesting.
1: It was super interesting. So yeah. Make friends in all the places. Mm-hmm. Uh, And you will have so many tools uh, to deal with conflict. Mm -hmm. Never thought you would, or because just because you don't do it direct combat doesn't mean one of your friends can't. Right,
0: and that saves like three hours sometimes if it's a big combat. And you just let the NPCs do it. They
1: can do it while I do something else more important. Correct.
0: Correct delegation.
1: Like try to find out if everyone in the town's undead or not. They're not. But yes,
0: that's great. So that you can, you can multitask essentially. And yeah, use the world to investigate itself. Mm -hmm. No, it was brilliant.
1: Well, in the meantime, find out so much more about the world and how it works. Yeah. And speaking about how you can figure out how the world works uh, better in in the lore. uh, If you want to find out how the YouTube algorithm works better, go ahead and click on that like and subscribe button and the bell. And if you're listening, the follow button. Yeah. yeah right? right? And uh, we'll see. We'll, and we'll see just how that affects.
0: Yeah, because we'll see a whole bunch more of you, and you'll see a whole bunch more of us. We're, but maybe we won't see a bunch more of you. Some, I, don't know, I don't know if the algorithm's that some,
1: powerful yet. So. We're
0: getting there. We're getting
1: there, guys. Yeah, we're not, there. we're
0: not quite NSA levels. Or are we? Are we? Hmm. No, so it was, it was really... Um, yes, I know I kind of explained the other side of the screen on that. But it was... A great (laughs) version in that example of utilizing two antagonistic, not essentially designed as helpful NPCs to the party, but not necessarily designed as enemies to the party either. But it was great to see. Uh, parts of the party engage with what was going around them, mm-hmm. and really exploring the space. Right. Uh, that was created in that yep. building. All the floors. What does each floor have? What's on sale? What's our deal of the day? Right? right. And and going around to dig into these different opportunities and hooks and bait, and then simultaneously, I was <laughs> um, I was able to weave in. Different things, yep. right? Different lore, different hooks, different story beats—all this kind of stuff. Um, so that—that that is a very nice segue from RP, what I talked about, okay. coming through what you just talked about into the second pillar that I organize my thoughts into generally, okay. which is exploration, right? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about exploration a few times before. But specifically in this case, going beyond combat, right? Mm-hmm. If we go back to the first floor, basic combat. Yeah. And then we're looking up a new building here. How can we make it more interesting? How can we use our sense of curiosity to take us beyond just dice and damage? Okay. And death. Um, and Triple one, of, Triple D's. Um, one of the... Triple things- D's. One of the things ah <laughs> it's really funny can i say that i yeah we can we say i well maybe maybe we won't use the f-bomb this one we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll just, triple d that's a good that's another shirt we gotta remember <laughs> that so going going into this physical exploration is the first part of exploration mm-hmm. that i want to kind of mini dive into okay. so this is using the environment uh the dm has put bushes and trees on the combat map can I hide in a bush using my stealth as the rope? Right. Can I climb the tree using my spider climb ability or mm-hmm. whatever it is? Right. And so then now I'm out of range of the wolves that are attacking or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Can I, or can we cut the ropes on the bridge, the right. suspension bridge yep. and do one of those cinematic things where it falls and the bad guys on one half and the good guys are on the other right. half and Benny's on the wrong side of the river. Um, mm-hmm. These sorts of things are great only if we provide them. Now, okay. one of the things that I encourage my players to do, which does not happen very often in combat, they're kind of allowed to, kind of not. It's a bit of a gray area, I will, I will say. So check with your DM first before you do this. But I allow my players to fill the environment with items oh, yep. that, normally, right, that normally can conceivably be there. We're wandering around in a forest. Okay. I don't see on the combat map that you drew out a stick that fell off a tree, but can I find a stick and right. like probably. cast shillelagh on it yeah. or whatever, and then use that? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Right? right. Like that's really conceivable. Can I run off the wall and jump and catch the chandelier and swing over past the line of guards to get at the king?
1: Right. Can I cut off his arm and then cast Shaleli on it?
0: (laughs) Sovereign (laughs) Shaleli, unlock. Um, The last part, mm, not so much. But, you know, utilizing these parts is exploring the environment, Mm -hmm. right? We at the table have either a free perception or insight every round. And that's to allow the PCs to explore the space and really utilize stuff that's there so in that creative license in that engaging entertainment right. you're going deeper going farther um yes these sorts of things are super interesting right yeah in addition you kind of alluded to this before so I'll, I'll kind of just tap on this one but the exploration of the groups involved right this mm-hmm. is another physical thing like why are they here
1: why are they here
0: why are you here blue gang green gang oh because orange gang is pushing you out of your territory and you need help. Okay, that makes sense. Wait, instead of fighting, can I just help you with Orange Gang, and then you release your kidnapped people, right. and then we can? Oh, okay, that's cool. Let's do that. Let's right. just stop all these hostilities, and let's work on that. Awesome. By investigating, by going places, mm-hmm. right? By digging into what do you need, Valdi? What do you need, Siskander? Yeah. Can yeah. I use you to do so? I can do this. Oh, because we need this bad. Okay, great. Let's do this. Yeah. Right. Figuring out what the motivations of people mm-hmm. are is a good one and that leads us right into the mental exploration of combat and conflict the most powerful weapon is your mind um what do they want why is there tensions yeah what is the lesson remember if we're a dm what is the lesson or the game mechanic that we're trying to expose the PCs to so that they can do that Mario style learning right mm-hmm. i'm going to import something and I can import phase two of that and then import phase three of that so that there's a soft and easy escalation Mm -hmm. so when I go from phase six to phase eight and maybe not phase seven if they go whoa this is cool and crazy I didn't think you could do that but I understand how all the pieces work. right right I understand and I can grow in my mind to deal with the combat threats or the Mm -hmm. conflict threats that are here so now I can act upon them in a smart way and not just go I don't know how to do this Right. Right. And and so figuring out what they want, figuring out what's in the area that might be in need. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, we're bandits because we're starving. Why are we starving? Oh, because the druid that lives in the forest has cursed all the fields. Oh, OK. I know what you need. Taxes. It it doesn't it doesn't match right. up. But if you start exploring the 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 mental aspects of why the characters are doing the NPCs are doing what they're doing, then you can actually get to the root of the problem. Okay, right? you stop dealing with the symptoms and you can go for the root. Okay. of what's happening,
1: the actual sickness,
0: the actual sickness,
1: through yeah. it, sick,
0: sick, sick of your yes, yes, and and like like i was saying, maybe what they need is not a physical item, right? That they desire satisfying that desire might mean that there's no more fight. Mm-hmm. Hey, nope. but you you just wanted friendship? Okay, I'll give you a hug. Right. We can be friends.
1: Right.
2: Hey, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: big hug, and then you're like, oh, thanks, buddy. And then now you don't have to pay a toll on that bridge. Wicked. You made a friend right, in a new right, place, right? right. And, and you figured yeah. out that, yeah, no, this is not a big deal. They're just lonely. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Um, And then... We get into the dark, scary place because we get into emotional exploration.
1: Okay. For most. A lot yep. of us? No, I don't, I don't particularly like it either. I, it, I think it's really good. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with that.
0: And we've talked about it before. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to expand on and increase my ability to evoke certain emotions.
1: Yeah. And don't make me them. feel my feelings, Don't gardens. make me feel <sighs> them.
0: Um, I think... Once again, as a
1: DM. I like how you call it a dark. (laughs) (laughs) Shows where we're coming from here.
0: It's Luke training on Dagobah, right? Like, you can go anywhere you want, but not into that cave. (laughs) That cave is full of the dark stuff. Um, And then he kills himself. (laughs) Spoilers. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) we're getting... Seagulls. Stop it now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's it. So, when we're dealing with these things... I think the encounter needs to have emotional tags to it. What am I trying to express? Okay. What am I trying to bring out of the players? What is this encounter going to do? Am I threatening mm. a physical need, a mental need or spiritual need of the PCs? What, like Feel? the
1: why like what are you putting in conflict and why
0: correct Mm. right and and it shouldn't just be their hit points because that's boring it's 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 the first floor yeah right it's not boring it's shallow
1: correct yeah
0: correct that's that's the beginning but if i'm not putting your hit points in danger i'm putting your kidnapped friends hit points in danger right now you know the why right because that's my friend from the Uh, bridge your friend from the bridge. I just made that friend. Um, then, then you start to create a connection, an emotional connection to the encounter that is going to make for better roleplay because right. you are informing additional information in the players mm-hmm. that they can then broadcast that through the PCs yep. to create more immersive, better roleplay. You're just moving up in the floors. Yeah. And it's tough. Like I have the least amount of description for emotional exploration because it's the most nuanced and you are going to know best for your table, right? All your lines, all your veils, all your X cards, all that stuff that you talked about in session zero, you're going to have a different experience with emotional engagement. And while it is not capital, bold, underline, not fair to expect your DM to be your therapist, there is a level of emotionality that we should be getting to in these sessions. And, and that's mm-hmm. going to be different for everybody on their own journey, right? Just because the person sitting next to you can cry on command and right. feel it. Well, they went to theater in high school and there's right. three years of training ahead of you. Okay. Don't expect yourself to be on their journey. Right. Yep. Right. But understand that from a PC's perspective. Why am I here? Why am I connected to what's happening right now? Oh, I'm a knight who protects the innocent and weak. Well, my party are innocent. They may not be weak, but they have been thrust into these dark circumstances. And it's up to me to make sure that we all get out safe. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. Okay. So safety is a main concern. Great. So play that up. Somebody gets hit in combat. No, get behind me oh my shield i move over here oh but then i expose this person mm-hmm. oh i'm torn between my two you know background right. people create that engagement as a player accept and understand that this is what you're trying to impart and kind of think of what your theme or emotion is in the scenes before you get there because that will have a great impact on that narrative language mm-hmm. that you use mm-hmm. to infuse it's a house
1: oh okay no. It's a happy house.
0: It's a happy house. No, it's brightly painted. Bright and fresh colors adorn its walls. Neat little rows of flowers are in, in the garden. Expertly manicured. They're perfectly maintained. Okay, this is a witch's house. <laughs> I know, Ansel and Gretel. This is a witch's house. <laughs> I was going to say, they're
1: perfectly manicured by dull-eyed children. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, but... There's tropes and there's twists on tropes and whatever. But by doing this, you're now creating a sense of interest in the player. Oh, no. It's a good witch. That's why everything's nice and bright because she wants people to come over Mm. or they want people to come over. Oh, no. It's a bad witch that wants to look like a good witch but is actually really really bad and that's also the same
1: trap. They want people to come to this bright cottage. Right. Oh, the barbarian went took a bite of the coll- co- cottage, mm-hmm. and he found out it was a sandwich.
2: <laughs>
1: did, did anybody order a BLT cottage? <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> it's freshly toasted. It's so good, guys. It's
0: so amazing. The Inda's delivery. Whoa! So it, uh, it was just like Baba Yaga's Uber eats. Is that what we're doing? Oh,
2: nice <laughs> These giant chicken chicken legs. Legs.
0: That's so good. Trigmark cavity ketchup. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, so <laughs> calling dibs on it. Um, no, these the second ed
1: spell like that. I think
0: is there second
1: ed Yeah, some hut spell. The, the, anyways, okay. we, we we digress. No,
0: but but these Chicken these length. sorts of things are triggers to explain. Use the music. Use whatever you want. Right. Mm. Use your language to evoke certain things to give them more information. PCs and DMs alike. Give more information about what's going on. Oh, the character looks flush in their face, darkened around their eyes, and they're fighting back tears. Why? We just ordered dinner. What is happening right now that you are so out of the norm? Mm -hmm. Nothing. I just love chicken. Okay, (laughs) that's... My mother was a sandwich. (laughs) My mother was a sandwich. (laughs) Yes, your mom was a sandwich. <laughs> I digress entirely. But this is, this is probably the most important and most yes. difficult part of exploration. Um, and that's why it needs the most thought
1: and care and attention. Mm. I, mean, f- I, I guess for people like us, I'm sure <laughs> there are, are others out there who are like, really connected with emotions and stuff like that. Oh. They're just super well-adjusted people <laughs> emotionally.
0: I don't know. If you play... F- D&D and go to therapy? You must be like really even keeled.
1: Depends how traumatizing your D&D is. If you you have to go to therapy. I go to therapy because I play D&D, guys. I
0: I DM in the weekends, but Monday to Friday, I am a therapist. I'm always making new business. How are your parents? Uh,
1: No, Cool. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know the emotional part is difficult. It is. Yeah. It is. But I think
0: it's that's why it's got the most floors. When you really start digging into it, you've got the most space to explore in the emotional landscape. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I was trying to figure out if you can use emotion as a tool to conflict resolution. Uh,
0: Calm emotions. Second level spell. Everybody's hopped up. Angry. No... Let's talk about yeah. this.
1: Boom. Well, it just it just provide like oh the DM didn't give me the opportunity for like he said roll initiative I said call motions mm-hmm. right let's pull it back here guys yeah right now that yeah. everyone's common you don't necessarily want to fight yet anymore mm-hmm. let's chat mm-hmm. I'll create that space myself there are ways there are ways right? there are um, you just have to think create creatively I mm-hmm. think um, especially as a, from a, from a player point of view again um, you, you need to. I think if you're not if you're pulling your attention away from combat it's best I think you need to focus on the opening and not the wall okay right um, like the what you for example in that, exa- in that example what you want is beyond the wall mm-hmm. right? don't focus on the, on the wall itself that's blocking you mm-hmm. focus on the openings the windows the doors that uh, matters the Okay. Matters go over okay. The walls, okay. Right? Yes. Focus on on the solution, mm-hmm. not the problems. Get creative. Right? right? Yes. It's, it's not always about bashing down the wall. No. That's, right? The the most sort of basic and, and shallow way. Right. It's border. not an eight
0: foot wall. It looks like a 10 foot ladder to me. Right.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, so, yeah, get creative. Think outside of the box. Think outside of the combat box. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, like you said, explore. The DM's going to use exploration. The players use exploration, mm-hmm. right? Um, use the environment around you. Objects that you see. Um, I don't know. Personal weaknesses of, of NPCs that you might have discovered through your investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and vice versa. Like, like oh, you know, like uh, Green Gang and, and, and Blue Gang against Orange Gang, right? Maybe I don't want to help them fight necessarily orange gang. Maybe I'm just gonna investigate the leader of Orange Gang Mm -hmm. right and find out if if he has any personal weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he has a mother (laughs) that he really loves. (laughs) Oh I'm gonna go threaten his mother. (laughs) Right. Kidnap her then. I'm gonna do it back. Right? And then like and I don't need you to like capitulate to the two, but get together and talk, the three of you guys. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can broker broker a deal. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And nothing That'll happen to your mother.
0: Oh, blue and green. You did something bad to me. I will see your field salted. I'm going to go talk to Orange Gang.
1: Wait. Like, can, personal weaknesses is definitely a tool mm-hmm. that you can use. But you have to discover it. You right? do. Put in the work for it. Yep. Right? Find where you have leverage. Right. Gosh. Almost every party has uh, access to magic to achieve your goal. Yeah. It's well, a yeah. wall. Oh, nope. Now it's a wall with a big hole in it. I'm just going to... Walk through a wall of what? A wall a wall with a big hole in it. Oh, okay. What, what, what did you hear? I, I don't know. I don't know what I heard. I was this speaking was, in tongues. I just wanted clarification. Okay. Yeah. Was there something naughty? Mm, That's too bad. It's a hole in a wall. It's a hole in something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so investigate and, and find those. Like, if it's not immediately apparent what the alternate solution is. Investigate, mm-hmm. look, talk, uh, and find, mm-hmm. and definitely you'll you'll be able to find an alternate means because combat is one solution, and there are multitudes of other solutions, mm-hmm. right? So if you train your mind to think of the others solutions, mm-hmm. seeing the windows and the doors in the wall mm-hmm. instead of just the wall itself, you'll find that there's so many ways. of, of um, uh, a. Dealing with conflict and mm-hmm. hard combat.
0: Well, this is this is a good point to maybe bring up session zeros and additional session zeros, mm-hmm. just briefly. Um, if previously you did not understand the breakdown of the game, how much combat, how much RP, how much whatever, and everyone at the table decided, nope, 20% RP, 80% combat. We love combat at this mm-hmm. table. We just want to mm-hmm. fight, 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 fight. And they're getting frustrated because you keep asking questions or you keep right. trying to explore. You keep trying. You didn't agree to that style of play. Right. Right. And now you're kind of adjusting and then forcing everyone else to slow down or mm. disengage with their fun and engagement. Maybe time to re-up and go, hey, guys, I am having a lot of fun coming up with alternative solutions.
2: Yep.
0: Um, I, I don't want to step on any toes, though right please let me know if this is too much if you guys are seeing this and you're thinking oh we've never actually tried looking at this creative stuff before it's kind of cool maybe we should all do it more okay where does that needle need to go or is that needle precisely where it is right and then okay this campaign we're going to keep it at 2080 but next campaign can we maybe do forty sixty or something and try something different and just make sure that you're not Stepping on toes. Right. Because if if you guys have already, or if your team, your table has already decided that there's a certain amount of straight up combat that's gonna right. happen, and you're like, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, then you're fighting against that social right. contract. We said 8020 for a kill four out of five guys. That last one I'm making friends with. Don't you guys touch him.
0: <laughs> four yeah. out of five dead guys. That guy's agreeing. mine. That guy's
1: mine. <laughs> Trident. But that's the deal. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I like but that. <laughs> I mean yeah making friends I mean and you might be saying hey Sean yeah you're making friends you're playing a bard an eloquent bard of that of course it's easy for you right yeah but you can mm. do that with with any other <laughs> character yeah right like mages have mages and, and magic users have all the spells the charm spells the friend spells mm-hmm. sure they have limitations mm-hmm. but right common emotions you've got so many of these tools that you can do relatively the same things. Mm-hmm. right i've um, a pure
0: class fighter named Q-Pede, and all he
1: has is man catchers he loves catching those men <laughs> loves catching them men making friends quped uh yes mm-hmm. right and really and then negotiation with an npc is mostly the players anyways yes right i don't believe there was many persuasion rules at all when it, when it was uh Playing when I was playing my bar, talking to Valdi, talking to Ziskander, it was just it was most it was some in there I think a mm-hmm. couple, but not that many. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's
0: that's the this is what I'm doing, right? So I'm talking about yeah. what I want to talk about, and I'm talking about the things I already do. okay. Then I adjust the DC appropriately, mm-hmm. and then you roll, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm not going to ask for anything. Okay, well then you're not actually persuading to any goal yet. Right? You're just setting the stage. Yeah. You're just playing with that DC modifier.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me cool. buy you a drink. Let me ask Let you me- what, what you do. Let me correct, right? Make you think you're funny. Laugh at your jokes and right. blah blah blah. Yes. Yep. And any and kind of get, a barbarian can do that. A fighter, a rogue, anyone. Probably do it better. Yeah. Sit. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> friends now uh, friends now uh, cool. yeah. <laughs> rogues be, be sneaky right magic users use illusions where did this drink come from you're <laughs> <laughs> <Do it> now <laughs> <laughs> uh, use disguises traps <laughs> traps right physical traps if I if all if I you know if, if all of orange gang falls into my bear trap we don't have to fight them anymore mm-hmm Right? Because they're they're stuck. Um or if they fall into my emotional trap. Ooh. They're all my my, my my greatest fans now. They don't want to fight. Nice. Right. Until the spell wears off. Right. Mass suggestion. <laughs> Mass suggestion. Permanence. Um blackmail works real good. Mm. Right. Not the most moral. Mm. But uh I don't know. You are going it more moral than killing someone? Yes, probably. I don't know; it's debatable. Let me know (laughs) in the comments. Would you rather be killed or blackmailed? I suppose blackmail for what? In general, I think. If you want my stuff, you as a general rule, maybe blackmail. You want my (laughs) stuff? You want me to blackmail you? Okay. 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 Uh, Right, but again, there are non-combat ways of doing this. Even though things are might seem like they're designed specifically for combat, Mm -hmm. there's always a non-combat way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to stick by that. There's always a non-combat solution. Yes, there
0: there always is. Um, Sometimes it might be difficult. Sometimes it might require a bit of explanation Mm -hmm. as to what's happening and why you're doing it and what you're trying to do. But utilizing... Oh, magic is so good. A well-placed uh, yeah. suggestion gets you anywhere or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even I, I'm curious, like application of like non-combat spells, non-combat. I'm going to put in quotations. 5th
1: D and D has so few of them.
0: No yeah, way. it 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 truly but. does. And and maybe that's where we need to look for alternative solutions to this. Like, what happens if I? I'm a fighter mm-hmm. in a gladiator kind of pit or an arena type thing where I'm fighting one on one, but somebody has cast detect thoughts, right, for me on mm-hmm. me, and so now I am staring at my opponent, reading just their surface thoughts. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go for his right side. I'm going to go for the. Yeah, play defensively. Whatever. Okay, I know how to. Yeah. I know what he's going to do. This whole fight, everything is on his surface. This is I'm I'm on joke when I yeah, need to joke. Yeah. I'm on attack when I need to attack. Right? How does he know what I'm thinking? You know, it's, it's a very interesting play on the idea of how that spell works. Simultaneously, having the conversation with him.
1: Like, how does he know what I'm thinking? Does he have to detect thoughts? He's thinking that. He's <laughs> wondering if I have to detect thoughts on. What? Do I? <laughs> and then you, when you both have to detect thoughts, you can hear mm-hmm. each other's thoughts about the other person's thoughts. And it just devolves into this. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> you, you think that or am I thinking that? I don't know. <laughs> then you can talk it out. <laughs> then you just put down your search and like, wait, why are we doing that? Am this? I thinking that or are you thinking that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> F mages. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: And then the rebellion started. Um, but there's, there's these sorts of things out there. There are spells that we take for granted mm. because we don't read them. Yep. And we should read them with an open mind, right? Deny yourself expectations, right? Just read it and then ponder. What can I do with this? Where well, like
1: it's, like they, they all at first glance seem like combat because they pre- they're presented that way. And like, yeah. oh, if you shoot at someone, it does 1d6 damage. Mm-hmm. Right. But acid splash, why can't I splash it onto the lock, the bars, right? And, and eat through it and then escape, right? On yep. someone's belt buckle, they fall <laughs> down and then everyone laughs at them because they're human. Yeah. Right? And then now, they, now, they, now that politician is no longer in the runnings. Um, to be mayor because he's exposed himself in public, and now your favorite candidate wins the race.
0: Right, and right. They target their morality because now that candidate is going to get executed because flashing is a capital punishment.
1: Right, and you're like, oh no, now we got to save him right? from jail. And that we was that, that, that was a level zero cantrip. Correct, just cantrip. Well, they're not level zero anymore. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, level zero spell cantrip.
0: Right, redundant, redundant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, it's it's a good, if not great, idea mm-hmm. on how, how can I use combat things for non-combat? How can I use non-combat for combat? Um, right? Shape water. Mm-hmm, another excellent favorite. suggestion, right? Like these sorts of things all the way up to and definitely including stuff like dominate spells, dominate person, <laughs> dominate monster, mass domination. Um, these sorts of things are... Ridiculous.
1: What, one of our favorite stories. I don't know if we've told it before on the podcast. Eh, in, I think in, it got edited uh, out, actually. Oh, okay. In, in, our, in our past campaign, we uh, we were going up against, I don't know, some some count in his, with, the, with like defeat him and, and his friends. He was Lord Braxton or something. Anyway, anyways, and like we went to the, our party went to the, 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 the gate, and we dominated the gate guard and tell him that we were on the guest list, even though there are, we didn't know there was a guest list. But the guard believed that there was one. And he had escorted us through the whole... Opened every door. Every door for us. Mm -hmm. All the other guards were like, where are you guys going? They're on the guest list. (laughs) Right? Going to see the count. Mm -hmm. Right? Go to the count. And then dominated him. He rolled poorly. And he just killed all his friends for us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Domination can be extremely
1: vicious. Um, and then he started crying afterwards. Cause he,
0: he did because he, he killed, killed all, his all of his friends. Yeah. No, it was it was <laughs> powerful. And we were emotionless husks of younger angst and rage. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we didn't engage in an emotional level. We were murder hobos with magic.
1: I still enjoy the memory, though. It's years later.
0: Super fun. <laughs>
1: uh, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired arrow slay you're brutal
0: um yes yes <laughs> and and ultimately I guess that kind of brings me around to solving combat with combat
1: I thought we were supposed to avoid combat
0: well we want to go beyond
1: combat I think is what what's, we said what's beyond combat more combat <laughs> Bed bath and beyond combat. Um, oh, uh, I would man. probably shop there. More. That, that place would not have gone out of business. <laughs> it was, it just, was just,
0: I'd like some soap. I'll be over in the pillow fight section. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Um no, when we're when we're talking about this, can you right now, challenge time. 50 <gasps> XP on the line. Um can you or can your fight not be about fighting
1: but still be about fighting
0: no still have fighting fighting, not be
1: about fighting
0: interesting i think the answer is unequivocally yes just like if you can have non-combat things be combat and combat things be non-combat you can be fighting but not have it about the fight okay so what does that mean
1: yeah what does that mean
0: It means that the goal is no longer about reducing hit points to zero. Okay. Okay. If that's a base level Mm -hmm. kind of understanding of what we're doing, let's talk about what that could be. So DMs, once again, when you're planning your encounters, PCs, when you're engaging into an encounter, right? We're both asking either pre-plan or in the moment, what is happening right now? Or what do I want to see happen? So maybe this is, We're on the left side, they're on the right side, and the object that we're both after is at the end of the hall. Right? It's whoever can Uh get to the end of the hall first. First. Right? Kind of a Cedric Dickery, you know. Diggory. Diggory?
1: Yeah, it's not. Uh, That's a different kind of book. Well, (laughs) Cedric Dickery.
0: uh, Maybe I got the wrong book. But, you know, it's getting to the. Harry Potter's
1: Chalice of Fire. Chalice, yes. Goblet. Oh, Is it goblet. Goblet of Fire? Yes, yes, Goblin.
0: Okay, so you correct me, I correct you. Goblin
1: of fire. He likes to to Goblin it down. (laughs)
0: Um, It's Goblin of fire. (laughs) Harry, did you put your name in the Goblin? (laughs) Um, Stop burning me. So so there's an object that you're both, both parties or teams or groups, organizations, whatever it is, are racing to get to this object. Perhaps it's an object that somebody's already holding, and you need to get the MacGuffin out of their hands mm-hmm. and into your own hands. Um, these sorts of things make it about utilizing your action economy, not necessarily to reduce them to zero hit points, though that is a solution, a possible solution, right? right? Yep. Base floor is still a floor. But that's no, instead of using wall of force normally to separate up the party so we can surround and pound Mm -hmm. left and then right. No, I'm going to create an obstacle so that we can get ahead. We can get a little bit farther ahead. Or maybe I'm going to make them just slow enough that my rogue using their bonus action dash and a dash Mm -hmm. and a move and stuff can get there faster without them interfering with them. Right. right, Or they're lobbing fireballs and they're lobbing whatever it is. I'm going to use that to make a protective tunnel. Whatever these things are, right? Right.
1: I'm just going to toss freaking lots of couch that <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> yes. The goal here is the object. Right. Right. Another goal conversely could be time, right? We must hold this cathedral mm. from the undead hordes for one hour. The right. goal is not to wait out and destroy every single undead out there right? The goal is to keep them out of the cathedral till dawn.
1: That's what's happening in that, in that clip. It's a bard. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me, <laughs> wait, 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 something. Let me, me tell you something. something. I'm dead. let me tell you something. Yes. <laughs> stop, stop.
0: Uh, yeah, so this can be another goal where it's not necessarily about the fight. I'm going to use my action to reinforce the door, right? I'm going to hammer nails mm-hmm. into it with a stud that I, or uh, I'm going to break one of the benches or pews I'm going to turn that into wood that we can hammer into the door with nails because Artificer, you have nails, right? Of course I have nails. Right?
2: <laughs> I, of course I've got
0: so many, right? And, and you, you're combining different parts of what the characters are using, mm-hmm. right? And in, in essence, you can still shoot the monk with this idea, right? The barbarian is super strong. They can still hold the rope or something that's going through a pulley and holding the party at a certain level where they can figure out a puzzle. Right, right. While they're getting shot with arrows, the barbarian could still rage. He's taking arrows, but he's holding onto the rope, and he can continue to hold the rage because he's getting pelted with these little arrows. Okay, awesome. You're letting the characters do what they do in combat and succeed right. where they but succeed. But it's not about. But it's, not about, it's, about right. it's not about. It's about solving the puzzle. Right. It's not about killing the archers or the arrow traps or. Well, because you can't,
1: because you can't kill the undead. All the undead, because they just keep coming. Or
0: it's an arrow trap. It just keeps shooting mm-hmm. arrows at you. There's nothing to kill right right or maybe we could shape like throw water at it shape water ice over the hole so it doesn't shoot it mm. whatever it is come up with these creative solutions um so yeah objects time story markers are also mm. an interesting thing to have in combat Ah, uh, the king is under pressure you must get him this scepter okay. in time before coronation okay oh, okay right we, so we need to satisfy this story beat, whether that right. story beat is a quest in of itself or maybe it's not. Maybe it's a personal story. Oh, we have to go this way to get the scepter for the king. Oh, yeah, but grandma's cottage is over here. Mm. I, I used to live in this town. We should stop and talk and find out like, right. the local information and the rumors. Maybe we can figure out something to help us get ahead. Well, yeah, but or that could just be a waste of time and we need to go. What do we do? Right. Split the party. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: Always split the party.
0: Always split the party. Um, once again, story beats. Betrayals, right? NPC, here's the scepter for the king. Hold on to this and guard it with your life because we need to focus on protecting you and getting you through this mob mm-hmm. or whatever that does not want to see the king coronate. Right. Or the coronation of the king. Um, okay. Wait, where'd they go? We were focused on the crowd so much that who was watching the NPC? Right. I was with them the, because he's an evil king. I won't let you do this. <laughs> <laughs> he's oppressing the president. I'm peasants. so sorry. I'm not doing this to you, right? I am another good person who believes that you're on the wrong
1: side of this. Right. Please don't hate me. I have to do this. Please don't hate me. I have to I have To kill you now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can then engage the morality right. of the party, yep. right? What? Wait. Why do you think they're evil? No, don't run away. We gotta now. We gotta hold back the crowd, and we gotta chase this guy, and we got yeah. so many things going on. What do we do, right? Um, the objective in that case, right? The scepter is running away from you at this point. What do we do? Do we Cal continue drops. to <laughs> caltrops are always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but what? But what do we do, right? Our objective, the thing that we're looking for, is he's yep. going in the opposite direction. But maybe our objective isn't our objective. Maybe we need to understand more of what's happening Mm -hmm. here, right? Um, I think another great example of an objective-based encounter um, was the Unsleeping City by Dimension 20 when they're fighting in the subway station. Yep. And uh, the Grand Wizard of New York or whatever, uh, a section of New York, whatever it was. Is channeling a spell to bring a way for the party to escape. Mm -hmm. And the party is under attack by shadow minions or whatever. And the PCs can donate spell levels to give the wizard additional chances to complete his ritual. Right. Right. So now it's not about having spells that you can counter the spell and fireball next turn. Right. It's about finding success as quickly as possible and getting the heck out of there. Yeah. Right. Because you can't win this combat. Yeah. It's a never ending combat, or there's one big monster that's just going to put you all down eventually, given enough time. So, no, we need to satisfy the objective before yeah. we go down. Right. Um, PvP is another interesting idea. I like it. I don't like it either, but it is one of the things that you can do in a moral sense.
1: Yeah.
0: In a, in a language sense. You it can is have an a option. Conversation. Yeah. Because PvP doesn't necessarily mean a fight to the death, right? You can have a duel, right? Mm -hmm. Both players go into it agreeing that there will be no kill shots, right? The players have agreed to this. The PCs are now bound. Speaking of betrayal. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Perfect clown. Um, there's, There's a moment there where there is the trust then. No, the players made a deal. Mm-hmm. right if you cannot be trusted as a player right why are you at the table
1: you should be able to trust everyone at that table.
0: correct so yeah. once the players go yes this is a duel nobody's going for the cheap kill shot nobody mm-hmm. wants that we are settling a matter of honor between us or yeah. we're settling a difference that we've been having and we just need to punch each other so that we can go have a beer yeah whatever it is right pvp is a way of going beyond the conflict to solving story and lore issues right right i did mention before gladiator um and arena stuff maybe this combat is a trial of skill maybe this is where you're using your skill checks to overcome obstacles like a gauntlet Mm. or an obstacle course or whatever right yeah, the barbarian can just run through all the arrow traps with rage <laughs> on and just soak all the damage. Sure. But the acrobatic rogue or bard or fighter or whatever, wizard, whatever it is, can also just juke their way through. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they blink and they go into the ethereal realm and then they walk through the whole gauntlet in the ethereal realm and they reappear and they're like, ha-ha. I <laughs> beat <laughs> you a <laughs> little thing. <laughs> 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 right? So these these sorts of things are all really important ways that we can increase what we're doing in the combat and go beyond just the hit point race to zero. Right. Right. And make it not about fighting, but making it about something more. And that more is drum roll RP. That more is exploration. That more is lore. I I,
1: I always Always. I've thought that combat should never be for the sake of combat. Anyways, Mm -hmm. it should be for some goal. Mm-hmm. right that's it's one of my problems with random encounters
0: right right is just like oh so we're just
1: fighting them because i mean you happen to meet i mean random encounters are more, are more useful when you have xp based leveling mm-hmm. as opposed to the more i think more popular um i don't know i
0: think for our peers milestone is more, milestone yeah yeah but for murder hobos
1: I can see how. Great. It. Yeah. Right? it would just. Well, I, and then you kill everything. That's why then, you become.
0: That's why you destroyers. become a murder. Hobby, because you are rewarded. Yes. For killing. And that's, yeah. that's where you as the DM in session zero go, guys, it's defeat. Right. Or kill. Yeah. Defeat. Or, right. Yeah. And, and that's, it's also, you know, uh, Brandon Lee Mulligan. Once again, I've seen him argue the point many times, right? Like oh, what's first year wizarding college look like? Oh well, our, we don't go and study books in the library. Oh, we just no, kill we go rants. down to the local, yeah. you know, goblin den and we nuke it. We nuke it enough so that they can regrow. And the next, you know, yep. next week we can mm. come back that's and nuke all them you again. Do. That's all we do is we go around killing stuff because that's what's going to make you a powerful wizard. Not well, same thing for the
1: thieves. Same thing. Yep. Like, everyone would do that. Yes, everyone would do if it. they
0: understood the rules of the world. But yes, yeah, absolutely. I think I've
1: read a book where that happened. Anyways,
0: oh, but it's it's rough, and that's why I I conceptually appreciate milestone more. Yes,
1: absolutely, me too. Than that
0: because it does not reward you for being uh, a wanton death machine.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Just for our playstyle, I think it works.
0: Best. Yes, but we're yeah. both more RP inclined. Yeah, I have no problem throwing down mechanics, combat, hardcore, crunchy. No problem with doing that. And I do that all the time anyway. Um, Especially as a player. But I enjoy the satisfaction of making people cry
1: way more. (laughs) Cry some more. Uh, And hopefully, uh, you guys out there are 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 crying with how how great this talk is. How happy
0: you are that you stayed for this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think the gong is happy. (laughs) sounding off in his happy time. Yeah. Yep, we, we talked about. Uh unfortunately that means I have to oh you go, a... go back and face the wrath of oh the wife. Maybe she's cooled down. Maybe she's fine now. Yeah. Maybe she was like I'm I'm glad you disappeared in the middle of the fight. Right? Maybe. Yeah. But if not,
0: uh at least this time I was Sean and I'm Byron. And uh, we thank you for being with us. Caffeine and Cantrips. Um, We will hopefully see you over at our Patreon. Check us out on Spotify Mm. or everywhere else that you get your podcasts. And um, after that's all done and you liked and followed and Mm -hmm. liked some more, I guess we'll probably just see you next time.
1: Or else. Blackmail works real well. <laughs> Are you gonna blackmail me because I didn't know her else.
0: A boom goes the dynamite. <sighs> you know I noticed? What? I like leaning forward.